Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Superheroes! It's Superheroes! Yeah! <laughs> you were doing the theme to The Batman by Danny Elfman there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually. There yeah. we go. I was just trying to do a, a vaguely superheroic one, but I ended up at an exact... Superhero one, yeah. So yeah, superheroes, a genre that needs no introduction in this day and age. It needs no introduction, and frankly, if if I'm honest, it needs no more movies. No, I think they should stop with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It needs no encouragement. No, no, they've clearly run out of ideas. They've reached peak, and by peak I mean not interesting. Yeah point now, they reached peak ages ago yeah yeah, yeah. they've reached peak at uh, the avengers age of ultron um, and then uh, it's not, all downhill from there it's not there. so much the peak in quality as yeah. the peak in saturation yeah avengers age of <laughs> it's, ultron it's the most what it is yeah you know oh uh, yeah uh, avengers age of ultron yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but that was peak superhero that was, was time. That peak superhero yeah. it, it was all downhill from there most people will disagree yeah but i have the cold hard facts mm. for you Superheroes peaked at Age of Ultron, and it was all downhill from there. I thought they peaked at at uh, Spawn 1997, personally. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I think we're going to agree to disagree. <laughs> we're going to have to if we're going to get any of these blooming pitches done. Oh, yeah, well, I think we should just go straight into it, because yeah. everyone knows what a <laughs> superhero film is. Yeah, but what we're, what we're going to try and do, we're going to try and refresh, revitalise the entire genre. Yes, we are. So, we're going to pitch some movies based on titles people have given us. If you've never listened to the show before, we grab people's titles. They've given us them on social media. So, if you want to give us titles, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast or Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. We post out genre posts on Fridays. So, you just add to that, to add to that post. We pick the genre each week. Yes. On our Patreon, which we'll get to later on Indeed. in the show. Yeah. So, without further ado, from James Cannon, we've got the allegedly indestructible Ian. <laughs> the allegedly indestructible Ian. The, so... most, the most important word in that is clearly allegedly. Yeah, an, an, indestruct, an allegedly indestructible man like Captain Scarlet. Yeah. You know, like, we say that Captain Scarlet's indestructible. Yeah. Very rarely do we see, see him it, get see shot. him like get shot or blow up or yeah. we just we're just told that he's indestructible. Yeah. And um I I think very few of the episodes of Captain Scarlet that I've ever seen have him in any peril at all, really. No. no. <laughs> he's just walking other people, around. Other people are in a lot of peril, but yeah. he's just he's just, you know, sleuthing for no. the most part. I I think this allegedly indestructible Ian, yeah. right, is a man who's not figured out his superpower, yeah. but he has thwarted quite a lot of evil doings, yeah. right, because he's just really lucky. <laughs> I think I think that's probably it. Is that like people are saying he's indestructible because he was 
Yeah, at the site of a couple of disasters and, yeah. and, and, and like a terrorist attack. He's like Bruce Willis in Unbreakable. Yeah. But like, I think somehow he's managed to sort of get out of it in a, in a kind of explainable way. Yeah, yeah. And and like people, like the, the government agency have, have approached him and said, we'd like to test that. <laughs> and he's like, are you kidding me? You want to shoot me to test whether I'm indestructible? Yeah, you, you've been in six plane crashes and, and ten bombings and, uh, and and you've even accidentally fallen off Niagara Falls and and like in a barrel. Yeah, in a barrel. And you and you look <laughs> you accidentally fell off Niagara Falls in a barrel. Yeah, it's just yeah. I was I was just carrying that barrel for someone and yeah, <laughs> I, tripped, I, I didn't see where I was over, going. <laughs> tripped over. Yeah, fell into the barrel and rolled all the way. Ro- the- rolled down the hill. Yeah. off a ramp that someone had built and then just rolled off into Niagara Falls yeah. over the edge whoops yeah happens to me frequently yeah constantly constantly <laughs> like that's he's, he's at the FBI just like that's the ones you know of <laughs> but like there's no science behind it yeah there's no like this there's is no... why this is happening yeah they, they, but they're like, yeah, we would like to try and shoot you to try and ascertain whether or not this is, <laughs> this is a real thing. And he's like, no, no, we'll just shoot in the leg. It, it won't, uh, it will hurt. But like, I mean, it won't kill you. No, you idiot. You're not shooting me in the leg. Says, oh, come says on, Ian. Ian played by Martin Freeman. Martin, of course. Yeah, I've got the allegedly indestructible Ian. <laughs> Perfect casting for for Martin Freeman. No, there. no, you're not shooting me in the leg. And then like, come on, <laughs> like Christopher Walken's got a gun out. He's like, I'll only shoot you in the leg. I'll only shoot you in the leg. N- no, come on. No, and no. <laughs> just starts running away. No. <laughs> Christopher Walken chasing him with a pistol. This is around the FBI headquarters. <laughs> a, no, no, it's a superhero movie. It's going to be out in a um, out in a, uh, a runway <laughs> car park. Oh yeah, the yeah, airport car park. We're going to have it in the weirdest, the most vague location. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, so come on, come on. You gotta let me, sh- you gotta let me shoot you, because I'm kind of out of my element in the FBI. I need something. I need something to to get me up the the promotion tree. <laughs> They're La- laughing at me the over ladder. here. <laughs> I'm the kind of laughing stock of the FBI. Even Fox Mulder has got something on me. I'm just like, there's got to be superheroes out there. <laughs> and I'm looking at your record, and I'm seeing <laughs> exactly that. It kind of sounds like you're indestructible, and he goes allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, nothing so, so far. Since yeah, Martin Freeman. <laughs> if you've if you've seen how I got out of all these things, completely explainable. <laughs> completely explainable. It was lucky that I was in all these situations and managed to survive. Yeah, but completely, completely explainable. I was in the brace position. In that, in those plane crashes, which meant I survived. No one else could remember the safety talk. I did. I, I remembered. I remembered. If, that's a, if there's a superpower out there, yeah, it's that I remember safety talks. Yeah. <laughs> um, could, I think. Could I, you tell me what to do in the event of a crash? Is <laughs> I don't remember. Is it something to do with? Finding oxygen masks. He's like, yeah, yeah. If you've got a, if you've got someone you have to assist, you put it on yourself. 
Yeah, no, but what you actually do is you, you put your you put your head you put your head in front of your hands and, and sort of push your head against the front of the thing. Yeah. Now most people think this is to keep the dental records, so if you do crash and you definitely will die. Yeah. They can identify They can identify you because yeah. your body will not be identified. Yeah, your body will all be together in the same place. But no, it just works. Yeah. Like they've they've figured it out. It just works. <laughs> it's just much safer. Like literally that works. Everyone on that plane was just panicking. They couldn't remember what to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the uh, I think the arc for this, right? So the, you you get this where they're chasing. He's chasing him across a, across a car park. Yeah. Trying to shoot him in the leg, and then eventually he convinces Martin Freeman to go out to a testing facility where it's going to be very safe. Yeah. Right. It's all going to be. Fair. They're on their way there, in a car, right across New York, <laughs> when there's a terrorist attack. Okay. Or they're not a terrorist attack. A like a hostage situation. Yeah. Right? Okay. And they have to try and sneak Martin Freeman into the hostage situation. Yeah. To Without psych- Martin to- Freeman realising that it's a hostage situation. Yeah, to, to try and psych out the, the, the people holding hostages. Okay, right. Because right. if they know that the indestructible, the allegedly indestructible man yeah. is one of their hostages, they've got no leverage. Yeah, they've got no leverage at all. It's like, I will, I will kill a hostage. How are you going to kill a hostage? <laughs> Who cannot die? Who cannot die? <laughs> and I really like the idea of, like, Chris Walken's the bad guy yeah. in this. He's the real villain. Yeah. And uh, and he keeps on putting Martin Freeman in increasingly, like, <laughs> like testing situations. Yeah. So Martin Freeman at one point ends up in a... Ends up in you know one of those nuclear testing facilities. Yeah, yeah. He wakes up. He wakes up. And he's just in this American suburb, but no one's there. Yeah. It's like Indiana Jones <laughs> when he turns up. It's like oh, oh shit! And then he just hears a ah oh, fuck. What do I do? What do I do? Gets in the fridge. Boom. Survives because it's a lead line fridge. Of course. Of course. That's how you survive a, a nuclear bomb attack. I haven't seen that one. Haven't you? No. Good. Um, <laughs> but I think yeah, that's that's the summation of. He gets. He gets. I think he gets into more and more and more uh, dangerous situations. He gets sent to space. <laughs> so wait, hang on. So I thought we were going to kind of end at the point where he really had to lean into it. Yeah, right? yeah. Because because that's the kind of superhero clincher, right? Is yeah. You, but. I was going to go with that that being the hostage situation where where real lives are other than his are on the right. Well, line. I think we however, play around with it. However, yeah, what you've just shown me, yeah. is a vision of Forrest Gump being this person. <laughs> I mean, isn't Forrest Gump that person? Yeah, in like, a way. I think yeah. I think he he just gets put in increasingly ridiculous situations and because it, of because of Christopher Walken's meddling. Yeah. Um. And then and then the hostage situation <laughs> at the end. We really ramp it up. He goes to space and it was like we yeah. can't peak. It, it inexplicably peak. goes well. Yeah. And then you know there's hostage situation. Yeah. It's just the fact that in the hostage situation you've got your Vietnam veteran side character that you that you really like. Yeah. Uh, by that point. Yeah. You've got your space. You've got your astro- astronaut uh, f- friend astronaut love interest who, yeah they're uh, all in that building in that, they're all yeah, the they're hostages all taken hostage yeah, yeah. there you go so you, that, you, you've achieved some pathos yeah I think he gets shot to save the hostages yeah. right and he's in the ambulance on the way back and like this is just before the credits roll yeah. the, amb- the like the paramedics are just like oh my god what what is this it's something it's something strange yeah and Martin Freeman's like what what and Christopher Walken's like 
oh my god he is indestructible and and they're like no no it's just i'm looking at he i'm looking at these x-rays and all you've been eating for weeks is chupa chups <laughs> it's the lollies Chupa Chups lollies. <laughs> it's like it's like. Oh right, so it's still up for for debate as to whether or not he's indestructible. Yeah, the, the, the guy just found it really weird. The bullet was blocked by, by a Chupa by a Chupa. list of all the times that you haven't died. <laughs> this book you've been carrying yeah, around, yeah, in which listing. you note down all the places. You were saved by it. Wow, yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's bringing it back. I think, yeah, just having a, <laughs> kind of a teaser that's red herring at yeah, the end yeah. is uh, still quite funny. Oh, that and the Chupa Chups as well. Yeah, um, and the Chupa Chups. I don't think we mentioned the Chupa Chups. It's just an x-ray where we see a load of, like, wrapped lollies <laughs> in his stomach. Yeah, and they're, like, perfectly superimposed over the yeah. x-ray as we if We see they... the logo on one of them. <laughs> as if they're made of bone, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> They're just in the shape of a stomach. Yeah. <laughs> like a cartoon. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, from my waste of talent, we've got I love being a $55 billion government mistake. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Um, like <laughs> yeah, it is. The, the idea that, so, that the, the government spent $55 billion trying to create a Superman. Yeah. And, and they're just like, party! Yeah. <laughs> I also love, right, I, I realise this with My Waste of Talents titles, because the ones they give us are bonkers. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Like, they're not, sometimes they're not even, like, they, they give us an they're entire list that isn't... never related to the genre. Yeah, almost. Almost never related. But they also, now that, like, Disney Plus is a thing, with, like, a hidden menu of... of weird Disney movies that no one's ever heard of or seen before. The, the, the computer wore tennis shoes situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, those those film titles all sound like titles given to us by My Waste of Talent yep, in the past. They do. Like, it's ridiculous. It's like the Disney company just ran out of ideas that year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or that year. Like, oh, no, just, just like... Just we're, we're, have, have done consistently over the past like, 30 years. Yeah, like Disney are constantly making movies. This is the thing. They are making movies at all times. If you if you stop and listen, you might be able to hear them making movies right now. Okay, not now, but uh, like you know, I thought I could hear it, but no, no. I don't know. But they call it the Disney noise. Yeah, they call it. It's it's, it's just weird background radiation. The sound of Disney making noise. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Movies. He's screaming. <laughs> He's still alive and he's screaming. Um, so this this uh, $55 billion mistake. Yeah. I kind of like the idea that like we blend this with the teenage idea of like I didn't ask to be born. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The I teenage saw, angst. Yeah. And, the, and of course the government are like, we've got to get them young. We've got to yeah. get children we gotta, we gotta make they do these inspir- uh, like uh, do these experiments on on children, yeah, so that we can condition them to be the perfect soldier, yeah, right. Classic government idea, yeah. But they didn't in- account for the fact that at some point in that training they're going to become a teenager. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So yes, I like that. Um, but it's like I love being a fifty-five billion dollar government mistake. I think I think like um, that's on the 
sitting on top of a uh, the equivalent of in a mm. teen movie yeah sitting on top of a hill watching the trains go by sort of like yeah. i love they, they finally found their their peace in the in the teenage wasteland vibe you know yeah. baba o'reilly's playing that sort of thing <laughs> um yeah, yeah. you know there's it they, they found but we have to do a, a, a an equivalent of that which is like sitting on saturn and then playing like hoopla with the with the the ring or something it's you know dr like, manhattan sat on mars yeah that sort of that's, <laughs> that sort of vibe but Except, instead of going i hate you humanity it's like i love this he's, he's taken he's taken all of his friends with him yeah you know, <laughs> like, died. he's created a, like a, a bubble of oxygen like they started dying and then he was just like oh psh, all right yeah <laughs> i created a bubble of oxygen yeah because he, he's had two beers and he's, yep. he's, he's drunk and he's like you know he's just so excited the fact that he's like i don't know he probably knocked over a 7-eleven and by what by which i mean i don't mean robbed he literally knocked it over yeah to get beer like <laughs> So what is this government? Because like this is all vague superhero stuff. I mean, I mean, we've mentioned Doctor Manhattan from The Watchmen. Yeah. Um, but like, what is what is the superpower? What is the government trying to do to this kid at a at a young age? I think it's got to be like super soldiering, right? So it's got to yeah. have it's got to be super strength. Yeah. I think X-ray vision is probably in there. Yeah. And shield proficiency. And <laughs> sure, <laughs> like. Just, it's kind of an, a, a Captain America allegory then. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind okay. of, yeah, yeah. We've got to have him playing Ultimate Frisbee at one point. Okay, yeah. And just be really too good at Ultimate Frisbee. And I think I think what happens is, like, he's had this experiment on him. He is doing all the normal military stuff that, you like, you know, the young military cadets do. Yeah. Very obedient, all that kind of thing, until, like he ends up getting curious and going to the nearby town at night. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know if he can teleport, if he can fly or whatever, but it's hard to keep him in. Yeah, yeah. Right? Hard to keep him completely constrained to these un- this underground facility I, where he's getting taught everything. I think it's a mixture of a lot of different superpowers. Okay. I think he can teleport, he can fly, he can shoot laser beams out of his eyes, he can go real small, real yeah. large. yeah. Um, but not all at once. But not all at once. No, he can only do one at a time. Yeah, and like, um, and and that's an our allegory for we don't know how this person's going to turn out. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, he he like he, he's a teenager. He he just gonna he just gonna figure his life out in those few years. Exactly. You know, figure out who he is. It's a coming of age movie. And so and so, um, um, Joan Cusack, who's his yeah. teacher, mm. and sort of the person in charge of the department. Yeah. Um, is is like trying to get him to manifest over and over again. Can you manifest the missile eyes, right? Where or like where you fire missiles out your mouth? Your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Come on, there's your target range. Come on. I don't want to do that. I just want to go party at the local dance hall and then just zap. <laughs> L- little th- dance hall. Yeah, I think like at the start though, he's like, "Okay, I'll try, but I can't. I can't figure it out how to do it all the time." And she's like, "Come on, you can do it." Yeah. Uh, and then like she gets frustrated at him. Yeah. Leaves him outside in the yard. That's when he like manifests flight powers yeah. for the first time and is able to get over the fence, like uh, or out into the vents, or maybe he gets manifests being small powers and gets out of the uh, facility to get to. The local dance, the, the the local town, where he's a fish out of water for a bit. Well, I also quite like how uh, this military general turns up at this air force base where they're doing these experiments. And yeah. He's like, 
we've spent way too much money on this. Yep. <laughs> we've spent 55 billion taxpaying dollars. Shut him down. Shut him down. We need to we need to stop this kid. And Joe Junko's so, like he's a person not a project yeah we, we can't just, we can't just shut him down well, he's your problem now Joan <laughs> you're fired <laughs> shit you gotta become a kind of single mother to this kid <laughs> yeah so she takes him on the run yeah and uh, <laughs> I'll give you 20 minutes <laughs> before we start chasing you down <laughs> I'm gonna give you a head start. Well, she—he's like you've got you've got you've got uh, two weeks to to find, figure out how to destroy this experiment, this mistake. Yeah. Um, oh, and instead of instead of killing him, yeah, uh, she just concentrates on sort of keeping him safe but hidden. Yes. Um, kind of but I think like uh, she get, takes him on the run. At some point, that's it. At some point, he finds the documentation mm. about what she was supposed to do. Yeah. What she is supposed to do. Keep him out of... Uh, don't tell him anything. Keep him out of harm's way. Destroy him at the, yeah. when, when, when he's depowered. You know, when he's like... When he gets into the... There's only one power that he can manifest that's vulnerable. Yeah. Right? And it's when he's emotionally vulnerable. Yeah. And that's... He, t- he turns into a big pile of goo. <laughs> That's flammable when, goo that's when she can use a radiation uh, uh, irradiation blaster to, to, to stop him yeah yeah right? to, to turn, kill him turn him just into a puddle of yeah. water forever and then forever yeah yeah so and so um, he finds he finds those orders yeah and he's like I can't believe that this is what you were going to do and she's like no I wasn't going to do that and then, I wasn't and then for the rest of the movie, it's just him going on like adventures around the world. A massive party, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rest a, of the a, movie. Just a huge party, like avoiding the government. Yeah. Like trying to escape, yeah. like it's like E.T., like trying to get away from the government and, and just really partying, finds like a love interest at one point yeah, and, yeah. and then sort of ends up like on the moon for a bit. He's and like, then facilita- just like, yeah, he's like facilitating. I think, yeah, I think he, he like takes a bunch of kids. Yeah. Right? Like a bunch of kids like him. Right, who are all like rebellious and stuff, mm. takes them up onto the moon. Yeah. Right, where they he can, they can breathe, but like, they're like, can we go home now? <laughs> and he's like, why would you want to go home? Yeah. Everything's perfect here. Well, I, I, I quite like the scene on the moon to be like a kind of self reflection. I think it like might be just him alone, just like, what, what am I doing with my life? Mm. Like, he's, he's gone to too many parties, and to too many parties got hammered. I think this is where he, he's like, well, I, I I like the self-reflection thing. Yeah. He, but hear me out. Yeah. A load of old... He's sat on the moon on his own now. Yeah. With a load of old spent solo cups because he's had to send everyone else home. <laughs> right? Everyone else yeah, has yeah. asked to go home. Right. He's sent them home. He's, he's, he's sat on his own in yeah. the remains of a party yeah. on the moon. Uh, and it's a disco ball dome he's created yeah. around it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so he sat there crying on the moon in this like space age like Jetsons like, yeah. uh, dome with solo cups all over the yeah. ground he's he's built like a 50s art deco house yeah. on the moon with like a swimming pool and stuff like yeah. that sand palm trees everything yes. he's able to do that yeah yeah, uh, for a bit he was able to do that. Yeah, and, and he was feeling in that in in that way inspired. Yeah, it, it's so it's so we can just set it in a, in one of those houses, and we don't have to like build a moon set. Yeah, we just we just put a shot. <laughs> yeah, we just Palm Photoshop Springs. Earth yeah. in the background instead of the moon. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's sort of like he he comes to terms with like, oh, yeah, no, what what do I mm-hmm. what do I want to be? Yep. Like, how can I? 
how can I become a better version of myself? Because I like he has like a self-reflective moment, yeah. like. And I think that's when the threat comes to Joan Coos, actually. Like the government catch up with her. Yeah. And he's like, he goes to see her, and yeah. that's when she's like, "You shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here." Yeah. And and then they're like, "Ha ha, we've got you now, Superboy." <laughs> and uh, and he manifests missile mouth. Yeah, <laughs> the, the one power he into, couldn't do. Yeah, where he t- his, teeth, his teeth turn into missiles. <laughs> and uh, he uses it his his own, against his own government. Yeah, um, uh, blowing up all their tanks because tanks are that 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 symbol of oppression. Yep, and I think um, I think what happens at the end is he goes on like local news or whatever, and he's like, "This is what the government did to me. Look, I'm a superhero." And then more and more superheroes come forward. Uh, like other people that have had that happen to them. Yeah, we're setting up for a sequel. Got it. Yeah, I was a sixty-six billion dollar. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah, it's got to be part of a <laughs> of a cinematic universe. Of course, yeah. it has. Of course, of course. So, from Phil Waters, we've got everything she touches turns to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so this kind of feels like a, a an influencer thing, right? Yeah. Every time anyone like it, like like something becomes cool yeah people making podcasts around it or like and, and it's just that's the sign of tedium yes right yeah Pod, podcast saturation is the sign that is the definition of tedium yeah, is, is what it is, is is the definition of like uh, uh, cultural stagnation yeah we're definitely in the last days of Rome with, yeah. with however many podcasts there are <laughs> fucking hell yeah I mean the the question is who's gonna last <laughs> <laughs> it's going to become, become a point where everyone in the world has started and then forgotten they ever started a podcast. Yes, it's yeah, it's going to get to the point yeah. where it's yeah, who's going to be the last, <laughs> the last podcast standing? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we already know who's going to be the last podcast on the left. It yep. now depends who's going to be the last podcast on so, the right. Yes, it's true. Um, but the I, I kind of like the idea of like every niche hobby. Yeah, this person gets into is, is immediately becomes like culturally the new big flash in the pan yeah it's that feeling of I love this thing I love this thing to bits I love this I love fly fishing yeah and then as soon as she gets to it and so she starts reading up about it feels like she's got to a point where she's this is her hyper focus this is her hobby this is yeah. how she can define herself as, this, as, a, as like a as a person yeah everyone's talking about it yeah right and suddenly the uh, a wash with voices and everyone's coming to the same fishing spot and everyone's coming to the you know like everyone's talking about fly fishing on 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 and then and then Conan O'Brien's talking about fly this fishing is, this is all well and good Matt how do we make a movie <laughs> how do we make this into a movie it's just a, <laughs> it's just a concept this is it's it's, it's kind of like stranger than fiction it's, yes, it's, it's kind yeah. of like Stranger Than Fiction, right? Yeah. It's like she becomes aware that she's having such an effect on the world. It's not a movie. It is it is a audio drama that is cut together from other podcasts. Okay. That's, yeah. that's what we do. Mm. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. So from Stephen Thomas, we've got The Last Days of Dino Man. The Last Days of Dino Man? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So... Someone, I, I think this is a, a thing like thrown forward in time situation, right? Okay, yeah. Where like 
the aspect of a dinosaur, like, I don't know what it will what, be, this I'm just conceptually, yeah. has been thrown forward in time from the dinosaur period. The, the meteor that hit Earth hit so hard that it blasted a hole Him, in space-time. He was, like, ground zero for this meteorite. And instead of getting vaporized like yeah. every other dinosaur, he got blasted off into space at the speed of light. I, I think this dinosaur mm. was blasted through time yeah. to the point in the future there, Manhattan, yep. right? A guy's making, he, he's making some sandwiches for his deli. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly, <laughs> he explodes. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? He explodes and there is a mess of scales and yeah. teeth and flesh yeah. and, uh, you know, like, and he's like screaming and we think he's dead. Yeah. But then, beep, beep, beep. We've managed to save his it was his life, but at what cost? And you know, his modern medicine has managed to save him, but he's fused with the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, it it looks like uh, Theodore Rex. Yeah, exactly. Or like the dad from the dinosaurs. He's got thing. no. I think he's got a top. He's, it, the top of his head is like a T Rex. Yeah, yeah. But his chin is a human chin. <laughs> So he's got the biggest overbite you've ever seen. I, I was trying to figure out how I could make the poster for this movie, Matt. And I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. You just have to Photoshop and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really don't think it's possible. And it would kind of ruin ruin your description of this map. <laughs> just, okay, here's how you do the poster, Tom. Yeah. A cheap ha uh, Halloween costume of a dinosaur. Yeah, there we go. Where obviously a man is in a dinosaur Yeah, costume. yeah, that's, that's, that's the one. That's Theodore X. Yeah. I, I was going to type in Theodore X PNG. <laughs> okay. And just have that. Either way, what it becomes... This is going to be all about fate. Yeah. Right? It was the fate of the dinosaurs to die. Yep. Right? And a bit of that meteor is coming for him now. Oh yeah, because it's it the last. Flew off. Yeah, it flew. It, it, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, it it sprung off in the explosion, and this one bit of meteor is the last days of the of of of, of uh, dinosaur guy or whatever it was. Right? Dino man. Dino yeah, man. Yeah. So he knows that eventually that meteor is coming for that small piece of meteor is coming for him. Mm. Well, like, uh, do we really know how the dinosaurs died? <laughs> the, I, I think, I think the dinosaurs got into a beef with an intergalactic alien species, right? That that pilot meteorites, <laughs> and one got away. One got away. Yeah. One was like, wait, hang on, like Dino Man, he's going to escape this. Like he's going to be blasted forward in time. <laughs> And I'm gonna kill him. Or, no, or I think like um, like one of one of the alien species was like we have to keep one for to to save the species. Although the dinosaurs will become way too powerful and yeah. and destroy the galaxy if if they are allowed to evolve much further, kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, but we have to keep one just to just to preserve hope for the dinosaurs. And so they blast Dino Man off into the into future. The future. Yeah, yeah, and uh, to and merge with Bruce. Yeah, <laughs> the the deli. A uh, sandwich artist. Who's who's Dino Man? Um, who's Bruce? Who's who's kind of schlubby, um, but not, and 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 would work in Manhattan. Uh, schlubby. Like he's making sandwiches for rich people, but yeah. isn't one himself. Right. I was thinking. I first thought Ray Romano. Okay, works. And then like Charlie Day 
Charlie Day is great. Charlie, Charlie Day, Day yeah, 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 he's yeah, in sure. right now. Yeah. He's in a few movies. Oh, it's Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. A big hit. Yeah. Charlie Day, horrible bosses. <laughs> you know, he's 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 in right now, Charlie Day. Sure is. Yeah, so I think... When, out of interest, when did Horrible Bosses come out? About <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah, I'm there's, not a, there's a sequel, though. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah, Horrible Bosses 2, two yeah. yeah. <laughs> Surprising name. <laughs> It, it should have been called Horrible Bosses. I think it should have been called Horrible Bosses 2. We have Horrible Bosses also. <laughs> horrible Bosses. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Two Horrible 2 Bosses. I just think Horrible Bosses also. Uh, yeah, just Horrible think, Bosses also. Yeah, because like, we have Horrible Bosses 2. Yeah. No. We have Horrible Bosses also. Yes. Yeah. Or uh, Terrible Bosses. Terrible Bosses, yeah. Terrible Bosses. Horrible Bosses, Terrible Bosses. And anyway. Then the, the, to round it off... Abysmal Bosses. Abysmal Bosses. <laughs> bosses from the abyss. <laughs> um, it gets Lovecraftian <laughs> for the third one. A move no one was expecting. <laughs> um, anyway, Charlie Day is yeah. our, is our uh, sandwich artist and we have a whole thing about like nobody wants to go to a sandwich store anymore yeah um, uh, puts too many bones in the sandwiches yeah, like... <laughs> too many cartoon sized bones <laughs> but then people start coming in from like uh, from from other parts of New York mm. and being like oh we really love a proper meaty sandwich oh this guy makes all the best sandwiches around yeah and then and then it turns like he comes through like the uh, the beads yeah uh, in the back in the back door and it's like oh my god it's a dinosaur (laughs) what the hell I thought you guys I thought I thought you guys all died out and Charlie's dad's like no no I'm I'm just blasting it from the future all my friends are dead I'm trying to make new friends that's what I'm trying to do And, and he's like oh Sure, I'll be a friend. I'm <laughs> Max Bilderman. I'm Max Bilderman from from upstate. <laughs> Just working on the new skyscraper in Manhattan. I'm uh, you know, from the Hamptons. Yeah, with the sort of the the, the fishing community around the Hamptons, not the not, not the, the not the rich part of the Hamptons. We're like spirits. Yeah, we're, we're like miners. I used to live in the Hamptons back when it was part of Pangaea. <laughs> He's also got dinosaur memories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got the memories of Charlie Day, the sandwich artist, but yeah. also the memories of a dinosaur. Sure. I, I really wanted to go back to simpler times where we just sort of foraged. <laughs> you know? And by foraged, I mean chased after being smaller than ourselves so we could eat them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a real carnivore. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I think... Um, I think with that, once he is discovered, yeah, and and not by a horrified person, he gets like TV interviews, yes, stuff like that, and uh, he gets famous. And I think it's kind of like you know the movie Ted, where Ted got really famous because he was a talking teddy bear. Yes, and I think, then I think we have that. We, we I think we have Charlie Day. Yeah, he's working. His, he's it's it's called like Charlie's famous sandwiches. Yeah. Right. And he's be chasing. He wants to be the. You know, that's like the pizza guy. That what a car is called. Like the. Um, it's like uh, in New York. It's like the Tonys and the, the oh, real. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the real, yeah. the real Tonys and, and Tonys. Tonys big pizza. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. In this case, he he's like the fame. Like like uh, Charlie's. We called him Bruce, didn't I'm we? Sorry, Bruce's famous 
sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. And he's got no fame whatsoever. He's chasing it. You know, he's constantly like, oh, yeah, we're the uh, sandwich store that uh, puts three sandwiches on a stick so you can carry it. You, like, four sandwiches on a stick so you can carry it like a dumbbell and uh, pretend you're working out while you're eating your sandwich. And it's like, <laughs> just stupid gimmicks, right? He's constantly courting attention. Yeah. But now he's got it. He's faced with it because he's a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I really like the idea that he's he's Charlie Day who really wants his sandwich place to take off, mm-hmm. and he gets it because he's fused with a dinosaur yeah. that that went through time. And he thinks he loves it. Yeah, but actually, he's not sure about the attention. Yeah, and that's where the the, the conceit of something's coming to kill this dinosaur. Yeah, it it comes in. Right? Zap two. Um, alien species that kill the dinosaurs. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, a floating rogue meteorite on yes. the on the asteroid belt. Um, ben Mendelsohn. Ben- <laughs> yeah, yep. yep. He's the big business alien man. Yep. Who uh, who has who has got his big alien deli off the ground and has become the leader <laughs> of this. He's got his big alien deli on yeah. the ground. It's a sandwich shaped planet. Yeah, yeah, sandwich shaped asteroid in the asteroid belt that, yeah. that he's he, he basically runs the asteroid alien version of Subway. <laughs> okay. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, well, I think it's time that oh, I think it's time we check out what's going on on Earth. See how see how fast they've evolved <laughs> maybe they'll like the sandwiches and then there's a load of other Ben Mendelsons all around us <laughs> they're, all, they're all Ben Mendelsohn yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and then they zap to the news yeah. broadcasting from Earth and there's the dinosaurs like fucking hell they're back they're back the dinosaurs are back we tried to destroy them because they made better sandwiches than us that's his whole thing he really wants to make intergalactic sandwiches <laughs> I think I think it's uh, man I I think it, like this invasion has to be seen as an inevitability. Yeah, yeah. It's not a sandwich themed inv- invasion. Damn. Because because where's the theme in that? Sandwiches. <laughs> that's the theme. Okay, that's a real Sam Raimi theme. Yeah. Um, we, we get we get Subway involved. <laughs> They're fine with making terrible marketing decisions. <laughs> no, I think sandwiches have to be the theme of the good guys. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. you enjoy a sandwich while it's there. Yeah. Right. Like, um, it, like Ben Mendelsohn, I think alone, mm. right, has made a monument to his people. Okay. Right. He's made. A, he was remember like we said he's the last of the meteor race yeah just as, spelling just as, meteor yeah <laughs> how am I spelling meteor <laughs> yeah. we need to make these sandwiches meteor he's carved he's carved a um, <laughs> I was going to say he's carved this asteroid into the shape of a meteor which is just a smaller <laughs> ball He's carved it. He's carved this meteor. He's carved this asteroid <laughs> into in a perfect sculpture I don't know. of an asteroid <laughs> into the shape of something that falls to the ground <laughs> rather than remains up in space. Right. He's created a monument to his people. Either yes. way, right? Yeah. He's lonely out in space, but he's like, I'm going to me- memorialize them by bringing all this stuff together. Yeah creating a like a depiction of like he's brought like carefully you can see him uh, in his in his little in his little like asteroid shaped um uh pod, jet, pod. Yeah. he's got the big uh, clamping arms out mm. and he's slowly lowering a, a smaller like planet sized object yeah 
onto a bigger planet-sized object to kind of commemorate the time the meteor hit the how they hit, hit the Earth. Yeah. Right. Um, like he's he's brought it exactly the same proportions, but there is a sculpture. Yeah. Right. And he's like, that's how I'm going to immortalize. And he's doing a captain's log sort of thing. Yeah. That's how I'll immortalize I, my people. Right. Just going back to the poster. Yeah. Right. Because I'm having this thought because. I'm inevitably going to use Theodore X PNG yeah. in the poster for this film. Yeah. But I really kind of like the idea that it's Charlie Day with a giant head and tiny arms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's... I mean, it wouldn't work... Why not? ...on a poster, but... <laughs> like, people would look at it and go, what the fuck? <laughs> so Theodore X it is. Yeah. However, I think for this movie, imagine imagine it's, it's Charlie, Charlie Day, Day with tiny, tiny arms, tiny arms yeah. and a giant, like, really, really rectangular head yeah. facing forward. But yeah. it's okay because you only need tiny arms to, a to massive make a hips. He already he knows sandwich making so well that you yeah. don't even have to look at it. So. Yeah, yeah. But he does start making sandwiches in the mirror now. Yeah. So because he, he can't look down otherwise. Of course. But yeah, he he realizes that when he finishes it, he flips on his thing and it's just like. Dinosaur DNA detected. Yeah, yeah, in uh, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think he, he switches on to Earth because he, he occasionally watches Earth TV. Yeah, you know, like, gets, yeah. There's a clip of him watching he's like, watching Friends and absolutely pissing himself. He's like, TV's so much better since we got rid of all those dinosaurs. <laughs> Humans do it so much better than dinosaurs <laughs> did. It's like, what's this? D- dinosaurs are making a sitcom it's set in the 90s um, <laughs> dinosaurs are making a sitcom now what are they making movies about dinosaurs for oh dinosaur island oh dinosaur they're trying to bring the dinosaurs back on a fucking island I can't believe it yeah. can't believe it he's dinosaur he's stupid fucker Flip, flips channel just get rid of them all like I did yeah Flip. and then it flips the channel the news is on yeah fucking hell I didn't <laughs> yeah we didn't and, and and he's like and he's like well the the job's not done my people he looks to the grave he's just made this yeah, enormous the giant monument statue, yeah and he, he's like for my people I'm gonna go and I'll finish this I'll finish the job finish the job yeah um so how do we kind of end this movie well a meteor is streaking towards earth yeah right they now the, the news is like okay bye bye Charlie Day the, the dinosaur right Right. we don't care anymore about you because <laughs> now we're looking up and a meteor is streaking towards earth so it cuts to NASA who are yeah. like we've we've detected a, and Mr. President we've detected a meteor and it's, it's Keith David yeah. the, the president is like oh my god a meteor what are we Panic! Panic! Everyone! He gets on TV. Everyone panic! There's a meteor! And then his aide comes over and it's like, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. We've we've got a guy who's who's fought the meteors before. He's, he's running <laughs> he's a deli fought, in, in New York. He's fought the meteors before. Yeah, so they put a team together of They put uh, a team together. Of people of people who can a team of astronauts okay. and this one dinosaur bloke. Okay. <laughs> like who's an expert in like well, we we uh, we just knew that you were an expert in in meteor uh, meteor fighting. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not an expert in meteor fight. Like, I, I was a coward. I ran away <laughs> to the future. I mean, no, because he's only got sense memories, right? He's yeah, still yeah. Charlie Day from New York. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's only got sense memories of the meteor stuff. Yeah. He's not the same person. He's not. He's just become a dinosaur. So he's like, I, I'm just a sandwich artist, man. I, I just make. 
Sandwich. Nonsense, nonsense. Exactly. That's the that's the that's the tone. He's like, yo, you've got all the skills you need to. You've survived a meteor attack before. We want to know what you're what you're doing. And we sus- and our, our scientists suspect that the meteor is going for you, not from Earth. Um, like, that's <laughs> We're gonna actually, send you into space. Later on, they find that out. Like they get sent, yeah. they get sent up onto like the moon or whatever. Yeah. Right. Where to to, <laughs> to like practice punching asteroids. <laughs> Yeah. And then, and then, when he turns round, he realize when, when it's not going well. Yeah. He realizes that the ulterior motive of Keith David was to get him away as far away from Earth as possible. Yeah. So that the the meteor will he thinks will will go elsewhere, right? Mm. So, I think here's here's the thing. I think that doesn't go well. Yeah. Can I stop? I've got an idea yeah. for this other astronaut who he's now best friends with. Yeah. And it's Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. And we have this whole plot of Jason Statham, who's an astronaut, who is like, you can't launch, Jason Statham. And he's like, oh, what, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Like, you've got to you've got to get with the times, man. You're all, you're all dinosaurs. And he's like, oh, I hope they don't put me in one of those old dinosaurs again. <laughs> And then Charlie Day walks down the walks down the fucking tunnel to get to the rocket, and he's like, "Oh no, <laughs> like a literal dinosaur." <laughs> like he's been he's sort of working with a load of people from the Apollo era, yeah, old old the, uh, old guard, so, old yeah. NASA scientists, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, they're they're not up to date with modern day astrophysics." And he's like, "I've worked my whole life, and I'm here in a room full of dinosaurs." <laughs> Right. And then Charlie Day comes in. Yeah. He's like, oh, fucking hell. And Charlie Day, uh, sorry, um, uh, so Bruce and... Um, uh, and like, Jason Statham. Jason Statham uh, kind of meet on the ground of, like, we've both worked our whole lives to be something. Yeah. And it's not what we thought it was going to be. Yeah. Right? Um, and this mission isn't going well. And Jason Statham realizes he's been stitched up as much as Bruce has. Yeah. And he's like... So if this meteor is coming for you, we ain't got long. Unless it goes in space. <laughs> and I, I love the idea that um, because Jason Statham keeps referring to the the older scientists at NASA as dinosaurs, yeah, like obsessively calling them dinosaurs, they call him Dino Man. Right, they call. Jason they call Jason Statham, Statham Dino Man. Man. Like, like He's Charlie not, Day is not referred to as Dino, Dino Man, Man the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> just think it's about him. Yeah. And then, like in the second half, that's the second half twist. <laughs> it's like the sort of midpoint twist. The title isn't referring to. Yeah, it's it's Giant. for you, the audience. Yeah. Says Keith David. It's for you, the audience. Um, and I think, um, like. They both learn. They 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 both realize that they're doomed. Yeah. Right? On this moon, on like out on an asteroid in space. Yeah. Both realize that they've been deserted by their people, deserted by everything. Yeah. Right? And they're like, "What are we gonna do with the last few moments we have? The last few days, right? We have on on this in this universe. Yeah. Before the meteor hits us. It's like. You know, you know why I called them all dinosaurs? Because I was secretly attracted to them. <laughs> what? Like I'm attracted to you, dinosaur Charlie Day. Okay, right. This is not a part I expected. Oh, what? No, I I'm, that... I'm not. It's not in the movie. Just I yeah, wasn't yeah. expecting it. I think I think there's some Jason Statham and dinosaur sex. Okay. 
Yeah. Zero G. <laughs> in zero G, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a 3D movie. This <laughs> is a lot. It's we're visceral. Sh- we're shooting it in 3D. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just it's just going to be real nice, real graphic, real nice graphic zero G sex. sex. Yeah, yeah, in uh, in space. But go, continue with your ending. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah, after the sex. After the sex. Um, uh, and, and uh, you know, like Charlie's just like, I'm going to go out the, the way that I uh, spend my whole life yeah. doing things I love, making sandwiches. <laughs> and he's like, but we haven't got any bread or anything up here. What do you mean you're making sandwiches? And um, uh, and uh, Charlie Day dinosaur gets his little tiny uses his uses his big jaws yeah. to snap off one of the rocket boosters on the on the shuttle that they've <laughs> yeah. got left over, and digs it into the ground on this asteroid. Yeah, he's like, I'm making a sandwich. Look up there. There's a there's there's two objects close together. A large, a large planet and a little planet. Like someone's built it, like a monument. <laughs> I'm going to put this little planet on the other side of that large planet to make a planet sandwich. And Ben Mills was like, no, no, you've <laughs> taken control of my meteor. I was going to come and kill you, but now I can't leave because because there's only oxygen inside the, <laughs> inside the capsule. I can't get out. And Jolly Days is like, well, you should have thought of that. I don't know what accent that is, but... You should have thought of that before you uh, before you tried to kill me. Yeah, and and Ben Mendelsohn he can't he can't smash into the the asteroid that um, Charlie Day and um, Jason Statham are on. Yeah, because he loves his own monument too yeah. much, and that they all just sort of float off into space. Into space, yeah. yeah. They, they <laughs> all just cut engines again. and just. <laughs> It's the last days. They had to the die last at the days. end. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had to die. At least, at least one, even Jolly Day or Jason Statham had to die. Had to die. They were both referred to as Dino Man. Man at some point, either in the in the promotion or in the movie. Yeah, differently. Yeah. So in in, the... in your head yeah. or in the film. Yeah. Like that's that's what uh, Keith David says at, yeah. at the midpoint twist. He's like, maybe it was maybe he was the Dino Man all along. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I'm not here to say who's right and who's wrong. Yeah, it's all I'm, subjective to me. <laughs> I'm just here to say I hope you had a good time. He winks at the camera. Yeah, just try to have fun. <laughs> like the two boys did pitching this movie back in the day. <laughs> back in 2022, it took them 20 years to make this movie. <laughs> Thank God 3D's come back into fashion. <laughs> It's amazing how well 3D cameras have come along in 20 years without actually being used. <laughs> I hope you're all watching this on your virtual reality headsets. That's why it took so long. It was just those two boys. <laughs> just those two boys making a movie. Just one idea. Coming, uh, coming together to put the budget together to get me, Keith David, as the president. The other two, Jason Statham and Charlie Day, did it for free. Yeah. They just really liked it. Yeah. They're both really old now. So am I. Good night, America. Credits. Credits, yeah. No, this is as the credits are going on. Okay, like, yeah. It's sort of like a, a Toy Story situation. Yeah, yeah, where he's just talking over yeah. the credits. And at the end, it's just him. 
<laughs> in front of what is clearly not the Oval Office, but yeah. looks kind of like it. Looks it. a bit like a, a fancy office. Yeah. It's actually a, it's actually a, a sort of a community centre. We've, we've dressed up like the Oval Office. We've put a lot of American flags in the background yeah. to hope that no one realises. <laughs> but you can see a stack of chairs just off frame. Yeah. Like just, just next to the edge of the frame. <laughs> it didn't show up on the monitor when we were shooting it. Yeah. But somehow it's there. Yeah. Yeah, the, the monitor was a bit too zoomed in. So, <laughs> like, in, in fact, the entire movie, we just see like people with boom poles and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that one. That was the last days of Dino Man. Sure was. Thank you for that one, Stephen Thomas. All right, so those were all our films this week. All our films that we've pitched. All the superhero movies. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. We had a load of yes. titles this week. People have a lot of names of superheroes in their Yes. Brains. Yeah, or just titles. Just ongoing sentences. <laughs> yeah, we like... I, do you know what? Have we checked that if you if you take one of the people who who give us titles regularly and stitch them all together, they don't make a, a one ongoing story? Probably, probably. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past our uh, our patrons. Certainly, no, no. <laughs> if, if, anything, if our patron list is anything to go by, then the answer is certainly yes. <laughs> Because uh, some people who like the podcast, um, and thank you for listening, by the way, it's very yeah. kind of you. Yeah, um, you. Uh, some people who like it and want it to keep going, go over to patreon.com forward slash life's pitch podcast. Uh, that is where they give us a bit of money each month, and we, in turn, uh, give them bonus content and also read out their, the names of their like uh, accounts, I suppose. They're just uh, account names, the, the, yeah. The, the names that they've given us. Yeah. And for a while, I thought that these were their given names. <laughs> But um, uh, Tom has inf- reliably informed me that that just means that they've given us their names. Yes, yeah. Um, which they could have just chosen anything, which is... It makes a lot of stuff make sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll find out... Yeah. <laughs> what, we, what we mean when we read... Uh, or when Matt reads. Yes. Yeah, uh, I ain't reading it out. So uh, we've got Brandon Spanky Mills. Tom, I found a note left by my previous self. Find the originals. The wheat bisque husk has deployed its most dangerous agent to find us. Original Tom. Turn your normal name camo on. Jeremy L. Kayam. Stephen D. Thomas. Curtis Bostick. Brenda Kennedy here. You can hear Orky Mike killing John at Kerfuffle in Duffel at orksardorks.podbean.com. You ghouls. Fingers to hand. Flesp Brempis. James Delaney. Gustav Christmas past. I killed JFK in the ring and I'd do it all again. Orcs are dorks is no more. Welcome, Eldar Smeldar. Elizabeth II, by the grace of God, of the united huskdom of Great Biscayne and Northern Ireland, and of her other realms and territories, Queen, Head of the Commonwealth, Defender of the F- Brent Black, Normal Phil. Rachmaninoff Fleischpool. There was a funny name here once. It's gone now. Joseph Hegarty. Alan Bagpipes OBE. Davy Benzo Phillips, where art thou? Nutrition Brick has a melting point of heated to 3,422 3, degrees C. Fly Hibernatrix. Alex NSFW. Hamilton Mandibles. Hark! The Herald Angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. World Cup Octopus. 
A 21 gun salute to Mr. K's memory. Bang, 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 Champman. Champman. Sorry, I'll I'll read that one out again. Bang, 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 Champman. Captain Eden has commented this podcast and I, Matt, am joining their crew of rowdy buccaneers. Sorry, Tom. Bloop. Hooples. Big Cause Wiggington. Thank you to everyone there. Thank you. Some new names on there. Some new names. Yeah. I mean, and I don't mean some new names to us. I mean some new names. Yeah, just some new names in there. That's that's nice. <laughs> Uh, so thank you to all those people yeah thank you for your continued support yes um, and uh, yeah if you want to get involved in that go to patreon.com forward slash life's a bitch podcast where, where there's like a bonus pitch every week and uh, and some commentaries on there for films that we've watched yeah uh, you can watch along with us kind of thing and, loads of uh, bonus content yeah loads of bonus stuff on there so we move on now to end the show as we always do with the yes very clever award which is the award we give out someone has given us a title based around the existing title just had a bit of fun with it just giving us a little joke. Yeah, a little, little, little happy, hoppity joke. Yes, so from Francisco Pinto, we've got Morbius. <laughs> Thanks. They want to see it again. Want to, they, they, we all just want to see it again. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why, I don't know why Sony are writing a sequel for Morbius. I went to we're, see it 12 times. Yeah, we, we just want, we just want to see Morbius again. <laughs> Please, release it at the cinema. Please bring it back to the cinema. And until Morbius comes back to the cinema, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. (laughs) 